Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. I am really thrilled that this podcast, Accelerate Your Business Growth, continues to gain recognition as a great resource for small business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, sales professionals, and business leaders um, in all areas of business. This is really uh, due in large part to the guests who join me. These are folks who have expertise in a certain area of business, and they join me in a conversation where they share that expertise so that all of you can get the information you need to do better things in your business. Today, we are fortunate to have such a person. My guest today is Michael Roach. Michael is an American Marketing Association member and a professional certified marketer. His experience with the creative process and visual communications has allowed him to work on numerous creative projects as well as internationally awarded film documentaries. Avid, a leading audio-video editing production software company, Recognize Michael for his content creation skills and storytelling ability. Thanks so much for joining me today, Michael. Sure thing. Thank you for having me. I am very um, happy to have you, and we're going to be talking about social media, which is a huge issue for, I think, probably everybody, uh, mm -hmm. but definitely for small business owners uh, who don't necessarily get it. Right. So... Um, one of the things that I hear from people is that they're um, really wary of sharing things on the internet 
Um, mm-hmm. It scares them. They don't really know what to share or um, they don't want to look silly. So wh- what do you say to those people about sharing? Right. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, well, about sharing, certainly um, you, if you think about it in terms of uh, less in terms of grabbing a mag- megaphone, perhaps, and shouting it, you know, on the top of a building like you normally would, maybe catching the attention of, you know, I just try to think of this visual metaphor, uh, catching the attention of people that are like, why are you doing that? Or um, people that the message is m- maybe not relevant to. Um, instead of doing that, like with that megaphone, um, maybe sharing on social media is kind of like, uh, having a conversation, conversation with um, someone that is your potential customer, someone that might be interested in a service that you provide or a product that you sell. So um, it's a way of making that connection, uh, developing that relationship, um, completely uh, much different from some of the other forms of media that we're, we're used to. So uh, instead of thinking as social as something very scary and um, like the huge dragon, um, think of it in terms of having a, a one-to-one conversation with that potential customer. I really like that a lot. I, I think what people don't realize is that social media is really, really gives you the opportunity to, co- to connect on a, a more, um, I'm going to say intimate, it's mm-hmm. probably not a great word, but right, but a more direct and specific way to the people who you really should be engaging with as opposed to um, needing to be like a billboard and hope right. that the people who you want to capture find you. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Um, certainly, uh, you, you used the word intimate. I, and yeah, that word might scare some people, but I, I like that word in that um, it's more personal than, you know, um, you know, something that's that a message that really doesn't appeal to to that uh, potential customer. So connecting with them on a personal level and saying, uh, I understand you. I understand your pain point. I understand your your challenge or your issue, and I think I can help. Yeah. 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 That's great. So here's another question that I get from sure. people a lot. I'm I'm curious where you stand on it, and that is, does a company need to be active on all of the social media channels? Hmm. Yeah, that, I get that question too a lot. Um, certain. I would say, you know, pay attention to it or do some research on some of the channels where your customers might be. Uh, you know, it could be as simple as just do, like doing a simple search and seeing what your competitors, uh, you know, if they have an audience, if there's a large enough audience there. Um, certainly if there's, you know, like in the 50s or, it, or in terms of 50s, I mean, like under 100, you know, um, you or you sense that that audience is not really growing maybe that might not be a channel for you um if what you do is very visual in nature uh and you have tangible products then i would say try to capitalize on some of the visual more visual platforms like an instagram or pinterest uh another way to kind of figure out whether or not that 
uh, channel is is um, appropriate is the audience type. So some of the channels skew a little bit younger. Uh, some of them skew a little bit older in terms of demographics. Um, some more female than male uh, and vice versa. And um, I don't think you need to be everywhere, but you need to be somewhere, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not be there, really. It's, right. It's, right, right, right. But it's not like you have to be on all of the platforms. Right. That's, that's absolutely right. Um, and I find, though, though, there are some exceptions, certainly. Um, There's some companies that they have a, a large global presence and they do business with all kinds of customers. They have different lines of business or uh, different serve, uh, products, um, you know, large manufacturers. It makes sense. It might make sense for them to be on multiple platforms. But even then, some of the, they might notice that there's less interaction or engagement on some of those channels and they might want to think about, you know, how they spend their time there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I, I get that. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and so, um, I, it feels to me like sometimes business people can, can get, um, I guess the word is convinced you know, someone will say to them, well, you need to be on Facebook. Everyone's mm -hmm. on Facebook. And so then they feel this almost obligation or compulsion that they have to go there when that might not necessarily be the case. Mm. Right. That's a good point. Um, I think it, it, it makes it difficult for uh, companies to be active on social if they can't find content to share yeah um, perhaps you don't perhaps the business doesn't have content of their own that's okay you can still participate in you know uh using social media to to market your business your company uh you can curate content or use content that's already published that's out there centered around the the problems or the challenges that your customers are facing right um and a big bonus if you have some of that content on your website because yeah. that yeah. will essentially drive traffic to your site and get people curious about what you do uh and you know how you can you know make that connection to them uh, so certainly on facebook i think it's one of the more prominent uh, social media channels and it's where a lot of the eyeballs are it's where the you know, the huge amount of audience is. Certainly yeah. there are privacy, privacy concerns, but by and large, I would say uh, if a business wanted to, you know, get started with social, just, you know, see what's out there and, you know, think about maybe getting, um, maybe they should start thinking about posting on social and figure out how often and how much and those kinds of things. And, you know, uh, looking at a calendar and figuring, figuring the, those kinds of things out. Okay. So, so, um, you just, uh, prompted me uh, on a question that I wanted to ask. So l let's talk about that. If someone's starting from scratch, mm -hmm. what are the like top three things they should know? Hmm. Starting from scratch. Um, <clears throat> that, 
you wow that's that's a great question so i have to like pick the top three things um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's tricky right there's so many things um wow well what I, would you what would you say yeah let, let's flip the question around sure to if someone was starting from scratch what are the first things you would suggest they do maybe that's a better question hmm. okay uh, the first things I think they might want to start doing is uh, think about the message that you have. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, if, if the message is that you solve this, I don't know, particular problem or issue um, or that your product does that, then, you know, make sure you have that uh, and make sure everyone, I guess, make sure everyone in your organization agrees on that. Um, if there is no alignment in what it is you provide as a service or a product, then there's going to be some confusion. Uh, as long as everyone can agree on that, that messaging, uh, and then we can align it to the, to business goals. And then I think we can start promote getting things on social media. So I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's say a company, um, you know, has, they sell five different types of products and, um, you know, someone says, well, let's, let's uh, start getting on social media and we'll start promoting, you know, product number, number two. Well, product number two or the second product there uh, may be a product that's going to be retired or um, somehow dissolved in some case. So maybe that's not the message that you want to put out there. Mm. So um, I th really think people need to focus and hone in on the message that they want to uh, put out there and then write that message in a, in a, uh, a lot of different ways uh, and understand who is really saying this. So your company is speaking in a sort of voice or, um, or tone. Uh, it should match um, when you use when you post on social media. Uh, so the message, lo, no, learn the message that you're trying to say, uh, agree on it, um, understand what your tone is or your, your, uh, your, what voice you're gonna be using when you post on social and try to come up with a way that you can organize some of these things that you're going to say across a period of time. Okay, so that sounds to me like, I think those are great points. And it sounds to me like, um, the companies need to be consistent in their messaging mm -hmm. and their and and the way that they're uh, projecting it, so that people get used to this is who they are. Is oh, that yes. okay? Yes, that's absolutely right. Um, the worst thing that you could do over over time, or the worst thing a company could do over time, is uh, dilute their message or say it in too many ways and or yeah. too many different voices that the, the consumer is i'm not exactly sure who this is or i can't really differentiate them from the others in the market right. you know right so yeah so you should you should really have a unique voice and um and that message should really try to stand out amongst the others and and to uh piggyback on that Mm -hmm. When you said dilute, it made me think of this, that it, it's not, I think sometimes what people do is they think, even if they have um, 
or maybe especially if they have different target markets, they think that their messaging has to include everybody and everything mm. because otherwise they'll miss out on something. And unfortunately, that's not how people absorb messages. You need to really direct it toward them and their mm. situation and your solution to that situation consistently so that that's what they hear because right. otherwise they won't hear it at all. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, someone says like, uh, these are not the exact words. If, if you're trying to talk to everyone, you, you're essentially yeah. talking to no one, right? No one. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. So true. Yeah. So true. Um, in fact, I was talking about this very thing this morning. Uh, I was meeting with a potential customer uh, and they were saying, well, what, what do we put out there on social uh, in terms of our, you know, Facebook? And I said, well, you know, you have to consider that there's some people that know who you are. Certainly you're going to talk to them in, in one way, right? Uh, yeah. And there's folks that do not know who you are at all. So um, it's kind of, you're kind of, you're going to be almost having a, like an introductory conversation with them. Um, and there are going to be folks that have no idea your industry and you know that this whole thing this idea is completely new to them so they're like really uh they really need you know beginner newbie introduction to this so you're talking to almost three sets of people or segments um and i think you definitely need to keep those things in mind and you can have all those different things going on during the course of a month in your social media calendar uh talking to potential customers that might be at various stages of purchase. Yeah. And right. awareness. Yeah. Right. Because ultimately the underlying message is the same. It's just the way you deliver it to the different audiences is so that they are hearing it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. So what other things can people do on social media other than putting out content are, are there other you know activities they should be engaging in other than that sure absolutely um you could certainly post uh things like videos uh and, well that is putting out content but you can ask questions certainly uh in the form of you know a single question certainly um but there are some tools where you can do polls um you can quiz you can quiz people on their knowledge of a specific uh, area or uh, that people assume that they know uh, a lot about, or and, and it, that could be very fun, you know, especially with something that is um, potentially might be seen as kind of dry. You can make it fun, you know, so yeah. it's engaging to, you know, that that person on the other side of the screen. Um, other kinds of things you could do more interactive kinds of um, situations or types where you might do a live stream and it could be a series of like uh, I'm going to talk about this particular topic uh, you could pose questions to the viewers and do like an ask me anything kind of thing uh, situation um, perhaps you could talk about current events or current news or things that are happening in the industry that people are um, 
concerned about. So there are so many different ways that you can reach out and instead of just posting, you know, a, an image or a piece of text or a link to an article, there's so many different dimensions you could be using or people could use when they're posting online. So that sounds like a big part of um, social media is really engaging with people so that you're having that relationship with them. So you're having that interaction with them over time. Absolutely. Yes. Um, certainly shouldn't be a one-way uh, thing where you're mm -hmm. uh, just sending things or posting, posting, posting. Um, certainly try to make it or think of it in a, in a two, as a two-way conversation where, you know, what do you think, you know, or what are your thoughts yeah. or, um, you know, certain questions can certainly make people curious and say, well, you know what, I do want to voice my opinion. And you have, sometimes have to be prepared for it, it not being the flower, flowery either. So, and that's okay. But yeah, that interaction is, is, is what you want. Um, and, and that's what helps you build, build an audience, certainly. Yeah, right. Right, it's those connections. Okay, I'm gonna take a quick sponsor break and then I have some sure. more questions for you. Okay. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are The Inside Track by Peter Sage and The Irresistible Consultant's Guide to Winning Clients by David A. Fields. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we're speaking with Michael Roach about the fear of social media and how to actually get started. So Michael. Yes. If people are active on social media for their business, do they need a website, do you think? Hmm, that's a great question. I would say yes. Uh, if you don't, if a company does not have a website, they're really missing out on some, uh, some ways that they could be doing some extra communication um, and delivering some sort of value to the to that potential customer. Um, your website is is really your salesperson when your office hours are, are done. Um, it's your salesperson during the weekends and on vacations. Um, so when when you have that website, yes, it's of great benefit to a company, even if they do have a, a huge social presence. Yeah, because I would think, um, I think it's such a great point that it's your salesperson when your office hours are done or you're on vacation or, or holiday. Um, and also, uh, you had said something earlier, which I think bears repeating, which is when, when you um, are doing this social media and you, you can link people back to your website, you know, like you could have a blog post on your website and then you could share it on social media. So um, you're getting people back to your website so they can really see 
more about your company, then they're going to be able to see just through a post, you know, through content or a quiz or whatever mm-hmm. else you're doing. Right. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, the goal is, is getting that traffic to, to the website. Yeah. And then to go a step further, once you do get that traffic to your website, um, how long you got, you should certainly be asking the questions like, um, how long are they staying there? What other things are they doing when they, they're there? Uh, are they getting there and they're just, and just leaving? So um, uh, under your website, um, you know, there's some sort of maybe analytics that you could um, employ that would be able to calculate or aggregate all kinds of data about web users when they visit the site. Something that, you know, social media really does not have. Because um, really social uh, is, that's really borrowed land. You're, you're borrowing <laughs> Facebook's traffic, right? Uh, Good point. Yeah. yeah, and Facebook yeah. can change algorithms all day long. Yeah, and yeah. we will we'll we'll be complaining about that, and but certainly our website we have control over that um, right. as business owners. So if we can get people there, we can lead them to all kinds of cool things: uh, eBooks, white papers, videos, content that doesn't exist anywhere else, um, even more interactive and cool fun things um, that, you know, your customers w- would be interested in. Uh, so certainly, yeah, I wanted to mention that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. So what do you see uh, for the future when it comes to social? Do you see anything like on the horizon or any thoughts of things people should be watching out for or getting involved with now because it's going to be big? Yes, uh, I love talking about this. In fact, um, it, I recently done a presentation on marketing trends for 2019, and um, social is like right up there in the front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so with social, I would say things to pay attention to: privacy concerns, especially on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finding that whenever something happens in the news and they're talking about Facebook uh, and user data, you know, being compromised and things like that, then uh, just be mindful that maybe if, if people are starting to scale back, maybe you want to scale back some of your content then, Um, or maybe, maybe scale back some of your advertising. If you are doing any paid social media campaigns on Facebook, um, perhaps you might want to diversify and, and do some paid social in other places that are less controversial, <laughs> let's say, uh, in terms of privacy. Um, other things, uh, companies are going to continue to spend more on, on paid on social media uh, because they know they can use some really advanced targeting tools. So, um, I would say social, these social media companies, Facebook, um, Twitter, and LinkedIn, they're always trying to make um, their targeting that much better, and they're always putting out updates. So I would say watch for those things. You might be able to really pinpoint, put your finger on the, the ideal customer for, for your business. And if you have a way of targeting that, you can make sure that they are seeing that content that you're actually paying for. 
Uh, other wow, thing? I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, that's super yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the easiest way to, to really stay on top of that is to go to like um, the blog um, website or the blog sites of these so social media channels. So Pinterest has a blog, Facebook has a blog, Twitter, Twitter has a blog as well. Um, and you'll, you'll start to see more of those, those things that are not just consumer based, huh. but they're more aligned for your, for your business. Um, yeah, that's a huge tip there. Um, yeah. Other things, shoppable posts. If you do any sort of e-commerce, uh, shoppable, making your posts or any of your content shoppable in social media is, is going to continue to be huge, um, especially for, for retailers that are active on social. Shoot, um, one more thing I got to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 totally. Um, other things, I got about maybe three 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 other things uh streaming video content um that's going to continue to be uh hot in that you know it's real time people want to know uh what's you know what's on your mind or uh how you can talk about something that's currently relevant and so streaming videos is going to continue to grow um vertical video on social media um hmm. Yeah, that talk about how, you know, when we were looking at a television, things were t tended to be horizontal, but uh, we're going to have to start thinking more in a vertical um, perspective uh, when we are shooting content or taking a picture of something um, and, you know, think horizontal, think vertical think square. So all those different formats, keep those things in mind when you're taking a, a photo of something or you're capturing uh, some sort of content, because then if you capture it in those different formats, you can make it usable uh, on different social media channels. But uh, vertical video is going to explode, especially wow. with like Instagram, Instagram stories. And um, yeah. Huh. That's mm -hmm. fascinating. Yes. Um, and the other thing that um, Instagram TV or IGTV, uh, that's something I think uh, a lot of uh, businesses should, should pay attention to only because it, it could very well compete with YouTube. Um, mm. Yeah, it, who knows? It, it might. Right. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I, right, I'm finding that um, Really, when a lot of these products or sub products get uh, launched within social media, these early adopters they seem to really benefit before everyone else the you know before the latecomers so um, certainly you want to test it out, you can experiment, but if you can get there before the masses do and really learn this platform know how to master it you'll be so far ahead of everyone else um and i think instagram tv is probably one of those things that's going to be like that that's fascinating once again another thing i'm going to have to figure <laughs> out <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, and it really, I mean, it feels like it changes every minute of every day. There's, there's something new, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is part of the reason why business, you know, owners and are, are confused and sometimes they just say, Oh, forget it. You know, right. it's not going to do anything. 
Um, but, but I guess the, um, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The words of wisdom are pick something, do it, Mm -hmm. you know, figure out where your audience is, pick something and do it and, and sort of, you know, go from there. Um, but, but which leads me to another question, which is, sure. If there's, uh, someone listening and they've been using social media for a while mm-hmm. and they haven't seen really any growth in their audience, what would you say to them? What What's going on with them, do you think? Hmm. It could be that um, they maybe need to look at the message. Um, certainly it would involve looking at the, you know, the insights or the analytics of what you've been, what you've been sharing. Um, and so, yeah, so the person notices uh, that things are starting to level out a bit. Is that right? Yeah. 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 It's just not really doing what they were hoping it would do anymore. Right. So um, I think it would involve like a, a, a bunch of different tools. So if you are using like a, a social media like content calendar um, I would say get get a hold of that see what topics you've been sharing see which ones um, tend to do better um, and the, see which ones are the poor performing ones you know do more of what works and less of what doesn't <laughs> <laughs> right um, I, I know it seems like self-explanatory but sometimes we need to hear some of these things yeah that, um, you know, even I myself, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, why did I do that? I I, I see the data right here. I need to make a change and, you know, do something um, completely different based on what the data is telling me. So, um, so try to do more of the posts that perform better and um, look at what other kinds of things you could do visually, because I find that um, when we're scrolling, when we're all, you know, scrolling on, on, uh, social, it, we're, we're really satisfying that part of our brain that, you know, just needs that satisfaction of, uh, mm-hmm. we're consuming, you know, um, what we need to do, uh, if you can think about ways you can stop people in their tracks. Uh, if it's, uh, a bunch of colors or a set of colors, or maybe if it's video, if you hadn't been using video, um, try to find out what's that big idea that you can capitalize on or something that you haven't tried before. Because I really think that can sometimes um, cut through, especially when people have grown accustomed to certain kinds of things they've been seeing. Um, it's just like TV shows in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when TV shows get canceled, sometimes you're blown away. Like, I love this show. How could they ever cancel the show? But the ratings show that over time, people have kind of grown accustomed to expecting that these characters are going to get in certain situations. So um, how do we do that with social media? Well, we could infuse new types of things, uh, different types of content that we hadn't normally seen before. Um, Look at some of the things that perform better. 
when these companies, the social media companies are um, launching some of these tools that make it more interactive to do things like new things in Instagram stories or highlights, see if we can see if you can utilize that and make things mm. different uh, or, or new or fun, entertaining, engaging, inspiring, that sort of thing. Uh, and I, sh I cannot get off of this podcast episode if I don't say anything about storytelling. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> right, I have to. So in, in talking about, you know, one company's message and um, telling potential customers about what, what it is, what we what it is we do and what we solve as uh, problems or at challenges. We need to tell these things in the form of stories if you can. Find ways that you can either talk about stories in terms of a, a, a testimonial for a customer or something that the company has experienced. Because um, those stories are what people keep people uh, involved and engaged. Um, so much so that people start to develop emotions around certain kinds of stories. And um, especially if they're, they hit the heart and they're sentimental in, in, some, in some fashion. Um, so if you can try to infuse stories into some of what you're doing on social um, and you're sharing that, people, it lets the guard down and people start to, um, to tune in a little bit more. That's great. I thank you for, for making sure that you said that. I think storytelling <laughs> is a huge part of um, relevancy, right? Mm -hmm. Relatability, getting right. really, yeah, yeah. It, it's really um, something I think people need to remember because that's also where a vulnerability is. They think, oh, people, you know, I, I don't want to get too, I need to be professional, but that's still being professional. Mm -hmm. It's just, being connective and and really sort of um, drawing a thread between yes. you know where you are what you do what you offer what it's done for companies or people and mm -hmm. so people can feel that it would do that for them as well oh yes absolutely um, and there are so many different like um, templates for stories that you can use um, or even themes that, that can be beneficial if you're not sure where to start. Um, certainly some themes might be like, you know, uh, man versus nature or man versus society. It could be man versus the product or man versus the industry, uh, mm. good versus evil, like a before and after, um, you know, rags to riches, how the company was, you know, struggling in the early days and now, you know, doing something very cool, uh, even maybe being uh, a corporate um, responsible corporate citizen uh, or something, um, mm -hmm. you know, so th there's conflict, uh, loss of innocence. I mean, there's so many themes you could tap into for storytelling that make social media uh, use for companies, for businesses, interesting and in engaging. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I, thank you so much for sharing this information. One of the things that I really appreciate about this is that um, you've offered a lot of ideas and different things that people can look at as far as how they can be engaging the things that they can be doing. So they're not pigeonholed. It's not like you're saying this is the one thing you need to do and it's going to make it happen for you. 
Right. You know, right? You're saying, listen, know your audience. Don't be afraid to story tell, you know, do a video, whatever it is, surveys. I mean, it's just that there really is a variety and people can pick the things that make sense to them, that they're comfortable with, that mm -hmm. are unique and different, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, don't let the fear uh, paralyze you because um, mm -hmm. we all make mistakes and you're going to make them. Just, <laughs> just yeah. know that the social is also about making mistakes, but just like anything else, you learn from those mistakes and you, you do better. You, you, you learn yeah. from those, those opportunities. Yep, absolutely. Wow, well, thanks very much. I think this was really valuable. Um, and uh, so will you let the listeners know where they can find you, what you got going on, you know, whatever, whatever you've got to share, please. Sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate you, uh, sure. you know, providing this uh, format uh, to have a conversation. Um, listeners can find me on my website at michaelroachcreative.com. Uh, that's one place on michaelroachcreative.com on the website, as well as on LinkedIn. You can do a search for Michael Roach and you'll find me. Um, other ways, I'm on Twitter as well as Instagram. It's Michael Roach Creative. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Any yeah. others? Um, that's, that's about it. I also, I'm on Pinterest too. Uh, uh, that, that I don't use that as, as much, but, um, however, yeah, those are all the places. Definitely check out the website. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. Thank you. Uh, and I like to thank the listeners, uh, as well as our sponsor. If you would like a free trial of audible.com as well as a free audiobook please go to audibletrial.com slash business growth. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analyst Sela Shifre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. 
And what better way to dive into these mechanics than hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts.